buddy, because of your millions of letters and uh, salutations and dollars, I have to bring back those other guys because, well, I don't know any other people on Twitter. So <laughs> I bring back uh, Kyle and uh, Wiggly and also, for some fucking reason, Keith wants to be on this one. But I did on one condition. Kyle, are you there? I am here, yes. Yeah. This is the one condition, and I didn't let you know about this beforehand. Right. But you have to review the game that scarred you for life, and yeah. you couldn't play video games for another 18 years. Right. You must review and enjoy the game Journey. You dirty son of a bitch. Journey, the arcade game. Yeah, yeah. By the band Journey. Right. Yeah. Uh, by Atari. And wait, no. By Bally Midway. Because you must be humbled. Uh, I will okay. humble you. And uh, I will fuck you up the ass. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So be humbled and ass fucked by Journey. <laughs> Steve Perry. All right, Sticky. Do you want us to review the game or do you want to continue? <laughs> You know what, too? Breaking uh, backs and making humble. But yeah, Wiggly, you better fucking stick to the format, too. Uh, what else do I do? Well, just do it. Uh, from the week I just had, I, I don't need any shit, especially from a character. <laughs> I hate just, the characters. Just do the, just do the show. All right. Hey, guys. Great to be back. Hello? Who's out there? Yeah, guess who's back? I'm back again. Keith Woo! is back. I'm back. Friend. Yeah, Keith he's happy about I'm it. I'm unfired. Why did you want to be on Journey? Yeah, seriously. I know I, that we just found out about it, but why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I just Hypothetically. found out, I always wanted to be here when this game was finally reviewed. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. And it's just, good that I, we, we, like, once a week would play the game just in anticipation in case we were asked to review it. Yeah. Exactly. And, it's, a, it's an important part of We Talk Games history, oh, I believe, as someone who went from fan to host that... This is an important game, so yep. of course I want to be here for this. Journey is a palate cleanser in reverse. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's I, a mouth enema. <laughs> before, yeah. Now, what happened was, I'm carrying my MacBook Pro up the steps, okay? Okay. And I got my tortillas on there, I got my laptop, I got Munster Energy Rock Drink, I have uh, my... Dracula flavored? Dracula. And then I have uh, the We Talk Games notepad that I mm. bought, you know, that was like $18 from Red Bubbles. I have a half gallon of iced tea jug, and then I have a full glass of iced tea, and then I trip, I fall up the steps. Iced tea goes everywhere. Oh, no. It goes all over my books, on the floor, it goes on the steps, it's on my shoes, it goes onto the natural gas boiler, it goes over all the windows, the rugs on the first floor, the second floor, the third floor, it goes on natural born killers. <laughs> Sounds and like that's a good summation of anyone's experience with Journey. Fucking iced tea everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. And not a drop to drink. Did you well, see? We, we have to know. Was it sweetened or unsweetened? It's the powder, Crystal Light, mm -hmm. uh, that has no sugar. Yet it has sugar solids. So I, I don't fucking understand that. But then it says zero sugar. So I, but, 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 did you ever see it? Seventh Son? It's a the, the it's film? a movie. Yeah, it's a film. Mm -mm. Oh, you no. didn't. Is it about iced tea? No, I know but the song. This guy is seventh son in all around. He's yeah. seventh son in here. He's seventh son in there. He's uh, making little girls talk out of their head. Everything's happening. Jon Snow dies in the books. Okay. Maleficent turns everything she touches in the gold. King Midas mufflers happens. Plenty of rombats, and there's room at the bottom, but there's little room at the top. But then now the bottom's kind of getting filled up. A guy from Tron, except he has the mustache, and he pulls it out like that. And then you think he's the Lowenbrowski, but uh -huh. he's not. He's the other guy because he sits there, and he's like... <laughs> and next thing you know, the incredible... Incredible Hulk is fighting a cloud with a mustache and a bowling ball. I'm so for this. Like, I'd much rather talk about anything else other than Journey. <laughs> My fucking tortillas. I had four <laughs> tortillas soaked. They're like sponges. Keith, you still want to be back? Yes, I'm, okay. I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. <laughs> what part are we at now? When TT tells us to break down? Oh, TT snatch chats? <laughs> yeah, TT snap snapper. 
or, or Snapchats? My mom and I went in to buy a, it was like 1984, we went to buy a new lawnmower, riding one, you know, because we, we had an acre and a half a yard. Mm. I was able to push later in life when I wanted to build up my muscles like Popeye. So we were going to buy a ride, a ride mower, yep. and it was a red snapper, and that was a big joke. <laughs> it was a red snap. That was a big joke back then, my mom, with a red snapper. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I almost puked. Yeah. <laughs> Journey. Let's talk about Journey. Well, who? Wait. First of all, Kyle has to host the show. Thankfully, no. thankfully, because no. Well, you have to because you got to get humbled and you break your back with the ass fuck. Uh, Journey, not to be confused with Journey: The Escape, which did ruin uh, my Christmas of 1988 or 1989. Right. We've talked around this game a lot. Yeah. With the different types of technologies, one particular technology that was put into the cabinet, which was the little digital camera oh yeah let's talk about that before we get into anything else before i tell you what the game's like or anything let's get right to the end <laughs> okay <laughs> when, let's not talk about it no no uh, no after you uh, when you would beat the machine in the arcade and they had right. to remove this they removed it because yeah, i think it didn't get past the the test phase this uh, is like urban legend type mm, stuff well uh, yeah but roger sharp told us that this is right what that's happened. what i wanted to get to was that we've had guests in the past who have talked about this game and this particular joke and I wa- I wanted to get it out of the way immediately because it is the most interesting thing about the game. Yeah, cuz the the journey guys heads are digitized. There's these little Game Boy camera images of their heads cut out and MS paint it onto <laughs> stick figures. Yes. So the big thing about this technology was since they were able to digitize their head in full four color gray yeah. Um, they thought, hey, why don't we just put the camera on the, the, the arcade cabinet? Right. Yeah. So when you get a high score, it would take a picture of you. And like a fucking pinhole camera, there was some exposure time. I don't know how long that exposure time was, but you would listen to uh, a cassette tape of a Journey song while yeah. it would process the picture it took mm. and they had to take this away because obviously as we've discussed in the past uh, cocks and butts were immediately <laughs> put onto arcade cabinets that had this feature so they got rid of it yeah, yeah. it says where i read it's like you know because people would flash it and of course everyone's going to be like oh yeah girls flashing boobs and it's yeah, like you they were not playing journey <laughs> right well they were going to journey concerts definitely and right. flashing, I don't know if they were, yeah. yeah i don't know if they were flashing the arcade cabinet Although, if you play Journey the Arcade game and you look at the audience, it's just all dudes. People oh, at the end? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't get that far, and here's why. Because <laughs> this game is fucking nonsense. Oh, my God, it's hard. Well, you know why? You need the bezel art. <laughs> it's really good bezel art. So let me just set up Journey really quickly here, and then we'll go to TT with our TT Snap snapper chats. with her love riding Red snapper snaps. <laughs> I can smell it from here. Oh, Jesus. Stop pushing. Okay, Journey uh, Valley Midway. As this game came out in MCMLXXXIII. Yeah, that's Roman numerals, kids. The Roman. Why don't they call when Stinky said about the humbling? Why didn't he said Greek? No one says Greek anymore when they talk about the, the, doing the, the anal Greek sex. They still say French kissing. I know family values are just going out the window. What? What the hell? <laughs> I, I'd never even heard of that before. How about trim, Keith? Have you ever, ever heard the term trim? Oh, most definitely. Oh, okay. All right. Know that one. Have you heard the term beard? Like, uh... Like your girlfriend, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying you're gay. Slowballed that one, and I, you know, gave it right back. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does have a cool bezel art. That's all I wanted to say. What year it was made? Oh, all right, think, cool. 1983, no, I, the year I was born. Uh, 80 was it 82 for this one. I thought it was, it was 83. 83 for the Escape. Oh, I make Escape was 88. Steve Buscemi might have got Steve Roxy. Steve Ritchie. No, the guy Steve, that Steve Rogers. The guys I just the guy I just mentioned, not the guy with the tarantulas in his Christmas tree. Todd Rogers. No, that was, that's who you're mentioning. Steve that's what I mentioned. Was the guy who worked for Batman. No, the guy the guy that got the license for this. Oh, Roger Sharp? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when he probably secured the license was in 82. But wait a minute. Did Frontiers even come out in 82? I was never into the boy bands like Journey. <laughs> well, I mean, I like Night Ranger. I like Billy Squire. I just never liked Journey because it is the, the drunken anthem of 
anyone in a bar in New Jersey. Well, now it is. Yeah, now it is, which it's just, it's, it's terrible. Journey always read to me as shitty foreigner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. You're cold as ice with that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Wiggly Savage, a boy band. Yeah, they were, you know, a corporate rock band that sang about nothing. But Are you saying you stop believing, Keith? That song is the anthem of the last guy in a bar trying to hook up with the last girl in the bar. Let me, you know he's just going to go home and fuck his fist. Yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What other songs do, does Journey do? I don't even know. They do. I guess they do <laughs> Frontier. You can hear all four of them in this fucking game if you can <laughs> interpret what they are. I guess they're, they're Journey songs. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Beep, boop. That great journey hit. You know that one? Yeah, I assume they were journey songs because I didn't hear Sweet Georgia Brown. But the reason that you have a hard time playing this is because you do need to play the arcade game. Like I did, we have one in Sloppy Joe's because it has a cool bezel art. And on the bezel art, first of all, it's the Frontier helmet ears that happened is the bezel. And without the bezel art, you would have, like what I did, you're like, okay, I did. I jumped on drums. Now I'm behind my drum kit, and oh, look at all these fireworks going on. Everybody's celebrating. I didn't know I had to like laser shoot those whatever the fucks they are. Right, no that one... was the difficulty I had because I didn't realize until maybe two hours before us recording that when you're in those shooting phases of yeah. each <laughs> character or <laughs> character, each band member has their own. Uh, mini stage this is very much like a collection of mini games yeah you get into this shooting phase of it once you've done whatever you were supposed to do yeah. so there's there's two phases uh, what you're talking about is uh you jump from drum to drum and you ch- change the drums to blue Q-bird. yeah you cue bird them as you can fire. actually make them disappear too if you yeah. hit them again and you get more points but who gives a shit because you're not going to play this game <laughs> and then you get your drums your, your drum set and then you can shoot by hitting the drums and i'm like all right cool this is a shooting phase of the portion of the stage <laughs> and then you keep trying to shoot but then shoot i keep shoot. fucking shooting and i'm like why why what how many fucking things do i need to shoot wasn't it obvious you're supposed to go to a line no it was not obvious <laughs> So I kept dying, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is the end goal in this game? I thought you were supposed to clear the screen, yeah. but that was impossible because right. it kept dumping more shit and faster and faster. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realized, you just have to go over this flashing line back to your space scarab, and you're on your way to the next planet, and it changes the planet to a cool Sega Saturn logo. <laughs> fuck does. this game. And you get to hear that, that great riff from that Journey song. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, no, wait, that's when you die. And they throw uh, a temper tantrum on the ground. That's the funniest part. But let's go to T.T. Schmookins now with her snap stats. Hello, I am T.T. Schmookins, and this is T.T. Snapchat. (laughs) Bally Midway Journey 1983 was designed by Marvin Glass Associates. The cabinet used a vertical raster, standard resolution CRT, color monitor. THE control panel layout was a single player with a single button and eight-way joystick. The electrical mounting harness was the same used in 1982's Tron. The unamplified stereo sound was generated by two AY-3-8910 chips requiring a two-channel amplifier. The bonus round utilized a cassette tape loop of the song, Separate Ways Worlds Apart. The cabinet was available both as a standard upright as well as a cocktail version that made it easier to spill your drink on. Although the instruments of the band, Journey were fans of video games, they were not going to originally be featured in the game. The on-screen avatars were to be created by using a digital camera created by Ralph Bayer to map the player's face onto the pixel bodies. Game Informer magazine named the game number 9 on its top 10 worst licensed game ideas ever, but who the fuck are they compared to my media mogul father of our baby and owner of We Talk Games, Video Power magazine, Rosenstein's Information Technology and Enriched Elbow Macaroni and the new Dr. Tung Tung's Tung 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 Sauce. Stinky the Game Master? No, but seriously, I heard they're a great informers. <coughs> this Titty's Red Snapper Snatch has been brought to you by the new Dr. Tung Tung's Tung Tung Sauce. It's Tung Tune.
Most statistic information is lifted from the arcade game database. Back to Kyle, Keith and Wiggly. I did not know that. Let's just make a mechanic this right away. Okay. And let's just say, this game is Roger Sharp getting a license, and then two months later, they have to put out a game oh, with Journey in it. And so they say, hey, we could take photos of people. Let's try to do Tron. And uh, two weeks later, this is what you get. Yeah, stage selection and everything. Indeed, yeah. In fact, the little felt, your little lives that are there are the same shape as the extra lives in Tron, except that in Journey, they're all different types of, you know, colors. And, um... I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they're rainbow dung beetles. This certainly isn't the worst game we've ever played, but it's probably oh. one of the most annoying games we've ever played. I guess because we have to suffer through 8-bit interpretations of Journey songs while playing it. And it's uninspired. All the enemies are flashing lights or, like, glowing pink balls or something. Like, there's no, there's no real definition to what you're doing. The instruments are lost. Collect them. From yeah. who? Who took them? What am I shooting at? You know, like, are those fireworks or are those enemies? And right. it's very, very I mean, confusing. Since we're in the uh, the realm of uh, making mechanics, yeah, they're, they're definitely copping Hubert on the drum stage. Mm-hmm. I, I believe Hubert was out by, by then. Oh, or, I think everything was out. <laughs> um, the, Baraduke was definitely copped for the uh, bass players level where you're sort of like using a jetpack to slowly float down and avoid hazards, which was incredibly yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was super fucking confused because then I'm like, oh, I shoot all these things. And then I go on to the next stage and nothing was happening. <laughs> no, they keep that was, coming out. Meanwhile, the game will tell you what you're supposed to do when it starts. It's like, oh, jump on the drums, get your bass, do this. Right. But it never tells you, go back to Space Scarab or right. whatever the fuck that thing is. Right. Cross right. the finish line. Cross the finish line would have been super fucking helpful. Or an arrow <laughs> yeah. just yeah, flashing just, at this line. And they just didn't have time. First of all, your Game Boy camera heads on the stick figures. Yes. Your yes. journeys. So, and then you jump into your smoking feet flying dung beetle and then you fly into the bindi of the journey frontiers album art and then from there like we mentioned in tron and Tron, except in tron you're a dot uh, and here you're that rainbow dung beetle and then you can fly to any one of the instruments and uh, all the instruments have names like steve smith <laughs> and uh neil sean or some something like that neil scone <laughs> In the I think it's the band Steve members. Perry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's the instruments. Oh, okay. So you have an electric guitar. You have yep. a drum kit with double bass. You have an electric bass guitar. Then you have a microphone with a mic stand. And then, of course, any good part of a rock band, the grand piano. Grand piano. <laughs> the double bass drum with the grand piano. I remember when Buddy Rich, uh, you know, went in his disco and he, he got a he got a double bass and that was a like big deal. You know, he mm-hmm. said that was a huge deal. Oh my God, Buddy Rich on a double bass. Oh my God, who the fuck's Buddy Rich? Everyone is saying <laughs> it's listening. <laughs> Listen to Munster by Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa. Gene Koopa, Krupa Koopa, Troopa Poopa. Then you'll like it. Did I mention I was carrying tortillas? Keith, name every Koopa kid right now. Oh, Jesus. Lemmy, uh, Larry, Mort Jr., uh-huh. Barry. Uh, ba- there's no Barry. <laughs> you lose. Bob, I think. Trim. Bomb. Trim. <laughs> you could forget Trim, the Koopa Trooper. He was good. Can you oh, name him? You were mentioning, Kyle, the different levels being inspired. And Wiggly mentioned the grand piano. That's very much uh, like a Donkey Kong in reverse, mm-hmm. kind yes. of. That one is one of the more bullshit levels. The layout is so piss poor on that, that it's very easy to get skimed on the second tier. So think girders only in reverse, like Keith just said, but you're jumping down and instead of dodging barrels, there are these gates that are going in opposite directions. Now, wait a minute. Gates is being kind. It's a line. It's a stick. Okay. It's a, it's some sort of radioactive (laughs) stick. That's glowing. When you jump down, if you don't hit jump at a very specific time, you get hit immediately. Yeah. It gives no leeway. Each stage is less enjoyable than the next. (laughs) It's it's very, well, it depends on what you pick. 
Let's yeah. talk about these instruments. So, I think what it is is no matter which one you pick, yeah. the next one you play will oh. be even worse than the one you played, regardless of what <laughs> instrument you That's go true. for. So let's talk about these instruments. Steve Smith is one of the instruments of the Smiths, I think. And he's the only mustachioed member of Journey. So I think jumping on those drums is the easiest part, although he is a little hard to steer. Yeah. And you mentioned about Qbert. Well, you, you changed the... I don't know even what the fuck. They're timbales, I think. Did I mention that he's carrying timbales? No. So he plays the timbales, I guess. That is the only stage that is remotely related to the member's instrument. Mm. You know, like he plays the drums. What does the what does the bass guitar do? Well, I don't know if it's a bass. I don't know what the fuck it is. Neil Schoen, Neil Scone, one of those Scones, guys. yeah. He plays one of those electric things with strings. And what does he do? Like, the does he do the backpack? Oh, no, he's the jumping on the, like, extendable swords you used oh to get as a God. kid. That <laughs> is the worst. Colors. That is the worst level to me. There's I no get- definition to how hard you press it to go left or right, and he'll always jump over the one you want to jump to. Let's try to explain what this is. It's Snake Cans from Wonderama. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and Buddy Rich is going to be the guest on, on Wonderama. No one knows what the fuck this shit is. I, and I don't know. It's these, it's these cans. And you're right. They, like, extend these rainbow dicks out of them. <laughs> and at a certain length of these dicks, you got to jump to the next can of dicks. Yeah. And then it eventually, you try to get up to grab the guitar that's going back and forth around it. Yeah. And that's the Neil Schoen guitar. Yeah. And so they're that, shooting at you. Yeah, then when you beat that level, then they yeah. then the cans turn into rec- records shooting at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so half-assed. It really is. Oh, my God. This was definitely phoned in. Sometimes you're shooting confetti, then you're shooting records and lines. Okay, and then you go on to Ross Valeroy. Ross, the Ross Valeroy, he's the other stringed instrument. <coughs> and that's the guy that jumps over the conveyor belt lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the piano. Oh, wait, he's the piano. Yeah, the other guy is a solar jet man. Oh, that's Jonathan Kane. Ross Valerie is the is the jumping the gates guy. Jonathan Kane shoots the laser balls out of his grand piano, and then wait, what does he wait? No, you're right. Jonathan Kane jumps over the the glowing conveyor belt sticks, yeah. and then and then he reaches his piano, and when he gets his piano, he shoots laser balls out of his piano at glazed donuts. Yeah, it, that leave ghosts behind that can kill you. Yeah, his, the explosions of the glazed donuts can kill you. Oh, and, so annoying. Yeah, and then you get to the top of the line of waves. It's like a Galaga wave almost, but you're in the middle of it. And Ross Valerie is, uh, oh, he's a solar jet man. Jump, yeah. jump pack jet man. Or Baraduke. Or Baraduke yeah. or sidearms. Yeah, get to the guitar and then as you're going back up, there are rockets shooting out of the walls at you. You have rockets. to avoid. I thought they were just green balls. They look like on the sides like they are rockets at first. I don't know. Like mm. little laser things. Keith and I still have an imagination, so we try to <laughs> make the best of this shitty artwork. You know, yeah, trying to figure out what's going on. That's the easiest one, I think. It's a real easy path down and back up. There's yeah. very minimal obstacles. Uh, Keith, it's not if you don't know you're supposed to cross that fucking line. <laughs> oh, no. It, yeah. I Why do they keep appearing? Why do I have to keep shooting these things? But the guitar one, he doesn't do any shooting. It, it seems somewhat obvious in that one because you have to get to the guitar and it's like well where do i go from here i guess i guess i go back, back where i started yeah i might be confused with the other uh, guitar one yeah the other guitar one is the the jumping on the rainbow extending dicks and yeah. then <laughs> you have to shoot your way back down and then uh of course the only song that you recognize is steve perry's song which yeah. is the start believing in things and then don't stop because that's till you get enough He's got to go through the gates. <laughs> it's just lines that go around a dot. This is pretty easy, I think. And Again, uh, if you know you're supposed to cross that finish line. Because <laughs> right. I was trying to shoot all these gates. And then there's just more gates and they're coming down quicker and quicker the longer. Because I imagine the whole idea behind staying on the, the screen longer is so you can get more points. Yeah. So the game was like, oh, we think we have a pro here. Let me dump more shit on the screen. Which happens like immediately. Yeah. 
I you know, didn't know I was supposed to cross that line. You know who who's the world record holder on this? Neil, no, nobody gives a shit. No, Neil Scone. <laughs> oh, Neil Scone is. Yeah. yeah, whatever he plays the harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, Steve Perry has gone back to say this game was the wrong idea and never should have been made. Well, here's here's the meeting. Here's the producer of this. Okay, guys. <laughs> Why does he sound like? So- <laughs> Okay, here's the roundtable meeting. Okay, guys, I want you to go home, and then tomorrow I want you to write down a piece of paper what game we're going to make a level out of. And then, so everybody comes in, they say, <laughs> they okay. They all came back with Miss Pac-Man, and yeah. they're like, fuck. Yeah. Okay, I want Mario, I want, uh, you know, uh, Space Invaders, I want this, I want that. And then he goes, okay, tomorrow come in, and I want you to create pixel lines, and then we'll make a game. We'll replace all the sprites of those games with a glowing line. And then an animated GIF that you make a website. It sounded funny in my head. It looked like it's from Monty Python. (laughs) See, I don't understand Steve Mm. Perry's criticism of the game. No. Because Journey, the band, and Journey, the game, are very much similar in the fact that they're both uninspired. Yeah, except one is better. The game. Because I've I've gotten through a round of all this. I've I've gotten to the part with the stage and played through it. This isn't the worst. It just controls really bad. No, it is the worst, number one. (laughs) And number two, we forgot to mention, so when you clear all these idiots and you get across the finish line after playing Space Invaders, after you do rip-off of other games, there's a stage with Journey on it. Now, Journey's, they're rocking out. And mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck song it is because I already heard the song I know. And they're rocking out. And now you're uh, this rotund bouncer and you're stopping all the male f- audience. <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> there are only men in the audience and they only have. Uh, <laughs> and they all wear the same color shirts. <laughs> Yeah. There's, there's, there's and two they different left types of their shirts. beards at home. Indeed, they did. They're trying to get into these doors. I don't know why there's doors under the stage. I don't know if this is some type of avant-garde way to say they're trying to get into a Who concert and trample each other, and then, <laughs> but the stage is on top of things. To yeah. me, is like a dream, and so I don't know. But you try to block. The, the people from going in, but there's no points happening. This portion of the game yeah. reminded me very much of the Atari game because okay. um, it, that rushing sort of thing. Now, the Atari game... We'll talk about We'll talk about it, but th- this particular portion of the game, I, I was getting uh, flashbacks mm. mm-hmm. of, of just uh, playing the Atari game and looking at this game and saying, oh, maybe that is where it came from. Because my memories of the game is still to this day trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in that Atari game. When everybody else was playing Super Mario Brothers 2, I was playing fucking Journey the Escape <laughs> and I was stuck with it. So I still to this day don't understand the, the weird abstract concepts that were happening in the game. But I'm trying to make the connections. Gotcha. Well, here's the big connection between the arcade game and the home console game should we call it that yeah that was another piece of rush shit so there's no way to stop all these people from getting in eventually because they just start coming way faster than your your uh, bouncer can move yeah this level's just called journey but once all the fans start rushing in haha shamalama ding dong foreshadowing the where journey becomes journey escape yeah maybe with an s i don't recall so that's what leads into journey the escape for the atari 2600 and let's let's talk about that briefly yeah uh i didn't know what the fuck i was supposed to do i there there's money there's hearts with legs there's a lock and chase kind of looking character on there there's a fence and i guess your manager uh, yeah, but you're supposed to avoid everything. Well, um, you, from what I understand is, is and, and when I was a kid, I had no idea what the fuck because the game just starts. It yeah. just you plug it in and shit's falling from the top of the screen down, and you're trying to. I got that you were supposed to dodge it because anytime you hit into something, it was and it pushed you back to the bottom of the screen. So I knew that was bad, but I never knew what the fuck I was supposed to do as a six year old. Now that I'm older, and I played. Okay, I'm supposed to get to the space scarab again uh by dodging this shit for a period of time and again when i was a kid i'm like what does 
RV mean at the top of the screen or JC? It's the band member's uh, oh. abbreviated name. SS. And you're I'm you're on playing SS. as the five of them to get onto your dung beetle and shoot off into outer space. Oh, I hear it in the back. Yeah, Which well, one of you motherfuckers well, has played it? Well, you, I uh, me. But you, okay. you collect the, the flashing coins as SS. Wait, the Kool-Aid man? What's he doing in here? <laughs> Holy no, shit. I, the, his, yeah, the SS, when you, is that, that's an invincibility moment, right? Where you could get past the stuff? I don't know. I, I don't did not. Know I did not play on. the Atari game again. I refused. I, I went. <laughs> I don't back. understand it. I'm not going back. I right, went and played it, it. and yeah. I also watched a commercial for <laughs> Journey: The Escape. Okay. And the commercial kind of explains the game actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the end of a concert, and Journey is trying to get out to their car. Oh right. The, the legs with the hearts are supposed to be crazy groupies. Yeah. Okay. Who, are try, who you have to avoid. In the commercial, are there people like dressed up in a giant heart outfit? <laughs> Running after him? You know what? I wish there were. It okay. would have been it would have been a way better commercial. Uh, okay. But they're going through saying like avoid, you know, crazy groupies, shifty eyed promoters. Oh, so he's those a promoter. the, the mustachioed guys whose eyes are going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then those aren't coins. Those are camera flashes going off, which is why they flash intermittently. Oh, well, I know that they give you the money. Everybody else takes away your money. Really? Oh, because you're getting your picture taken. I thought it wasn't. I thought I was getting blocked by them when I tried it. Well, yeah, you get kicked back, but that's when your money goes up. Everybody else, your money goes down. I don't know what the fuck the money's for. And then apparently the Kool-Aid man, I think, is your manager who gives Uh, you an invincibility boost for like a couple seconds. mm, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So you're not going to play this game either, listener. You're not going to play it. Don't play it. Don't. It's horrible. I I played this and was like, how did Kyle not like jam this into his own head at Christmas? My God. I just going back to school after the break and everyone's talking about Super Mario Brothers 2 and... I get fucking sandbagged with this piece of shit till my birthday, which, mind you, is September 9th. So that was many months away. Okay. SS this, is, this is, is our Steve this Smith. is our walking up the hills both way in the snow though. Now. Yeah, sure. And this I don't even our, know like, if I got a box. Little, we got one game at Christmas, and if uh, it sucked, it sucked for a whole year. Exactly. Now kids yeah. can just watch someone else play a game, watch a preview, and be like, "Oh, that sucks. I won't buy that." I think it was in a box. I don't know if there was a manual in it or not. It might have been like repacked. This is the era of the cheap John bargain bin of Atari games. And take shit back is okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if I had the the tools available to figure out what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. Now, a couple of years back, a good friend of mine gave me a complete in-box copy of this game for February 7th, which I still have, which does have manual and everything. That's how I learned uh, some of the tricks and what you're supposed to do in this game. But I refuse to play it. I know. I got to keep it mint in box. Yeah. Because, you know, one of these days... There's going to be that crazy journey fan. That One of these days, it. it'll be buried with me. <laughs> well, if journey decides to go heaven's gate, maybe it'll go up in price. <laughs> we can only hope. They try to get on their rainbow dung beetle. Here's what I'll say about the game as we're wrapping up, I believe, or I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, is that it does have some things of note about it particularly the digital camera aspect of it which was kind of creative and new even though it turned very lewd very quickly Mm -hmm. real quick sidebar only because we keep bringing up the game boy camera recently i watched something by watch mojo which is a popular youtube channel and they did the biggest flop uh peripherals for nintendo and they Mm. listed the game boy camera as one of them oh really then how how come it's so fucking expensive if you want to try to buy one yeah i couldn't disagree more because and i could be wrong in this but i'm pretty sure that was the first commercially available digital camera well you had the sony mavica but that i mean that wasn't that wasn't pixelated like that but i mean jesus christ then you had the game boy printer to print your photos now i can i can see how the game boy printer was considered like a flop but it was something that you kind of needed to do anything with the camera but i think yeah. the camera was a big innovation and i i just it pissed me off a little bit because i'm just like i 
don't agree. This isn't like the e-card swiper, which I enjoyed. But That's awesome, I, too. I could see people saying that was a flop. I remember a lot of people having the fucking Game Boy camera. Yeah, well, I was just a jealous. Quick of I don't know how Keith feels about it. I, I don't think the Game Boy camera is the precursor to the camera phone. Definitely. Like, oh, absolutely. Without the Game Boy camera, would someone have had the idea to put a camera on a phone? Maybe, but who knows? Right. We I don't get, live in that universe. Like I said, I, they they talked about the e card thing. I believe they talked about the Virtual Boy. I get those. They didn't. They were not commercially successful. I believe the camera was. I remember everybody having it, and everybody like, wanted it who didn't have it. Exactly. Right. So uh, that's I just think it was how I, say, I think. If you want to talk about shitty cameras, uh, those old ones that would print the like stamp-sized picture stickers. Mm, yes, I remember those. those. Those are failures. <laughs> Game Boy camera, awesome. Well, let me tell you what the most popular thing is right now, and I don't know if it'll ever come to America, but in Korea it's very popular. You can get these cameras online. For a better word, because I can't think of the brand name, they're Polaroids. And basically, they make all different types of colors and all different types of uh, you know expensive ones. Some can go up to $200, $250. Some uh, are as low as $100. But Polaroids are like the new thing mm. in Korea. And you take Polaroids of your friend, and some of them have the ability to also be digitally you know you digitally download on them onto a card but you an actual thing comes out and it's mini it's like um maybe a third of the size of a regular polaroid film gimmick and then you get rainbow frames and you can have all this other type of stuff and if you want to get expensive k-pop autographs you get an autograph of one of these polaroids because they're one of a kind Right. You can't copy that Polaroid. And, That's interesting uh, that they yeah. came back there. Yeah, and the other day, I had them all in my cart. And what film I wanted, I had what camera I wanted, yeah. and refurb and all this. And, of course, you know, I, I can't afford anything right now, but I like to put things in my cart and then cry when I empty my cart the next time I have to go buy um, Ovaltine. <laughs> Or iced tea. I'm 50. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's just spilled it everywhere. I just, I just wring out the walls and my tortillas if I need more and iced the tortillas. tea. <laughs> so that was the one thing I wanted to say about the game was yeah. that the innovation of the camera. The second thing I want to say about the game is this could be the first arcade game that has a band as a license. I know Pinball did it with uh, mm-hmm. Kiss and Ted Nugent and Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton and, and you know, different musicians Metallica. like that. But yeah, that was later. But and the I, Beatles, uh, uh, but they, it was a, it wasn't licensed, right? So yeah. they they had to rename them, and then then I don't remember what happened. Oh, what was, I don't remember the name of that machine. I can see the the art on it though. Yeah. Oh, man. But I, I got I one of those at uh, Silver Ball in uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Mm. Nice. But I think this could be the first arcade game, and possibly the first video game to have a band license, which. That is a historical note. A lot of the games that would come after this that had musicians tied to them or bands tied to them wouldn't be very good. But there's other things like uh, people really enjoy Crew Ball with Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. I know there's a big uh, following or, or cult favorite would be Moonwalker. Um, oh, yeah, I like that one. For so the this is the start of it. Yes, it's phoned in. Yes, it's uninspired. It, it's shit. It's but not without the- it, we wouldn't have Revolution X. Which is also a shit game. Yeah. Or uh, like Kiss it. Psycho Circus. Yes, exactly. Shit 3D shooter. So there's definitely more shitty licensed ban arcade games or video games out there. But at least this is a start. This is a jumping off point. And this possibly could be better than some of those. I would rather play this than Psycho Circus. Definitely. I'd rather play this than the fucking Aerosmith game, definitely. Oh, I, I remember my this one guy when I used to work at the game store. He pre-ordered that for the Saturn. And he was oh really? He was the only person. <laughs> yeah, I think no, it's got- actually Revolution X is the only other game. Like when you look looking up Journey, the arcade oh. game, it's like see also Revolution X. Oh, I, I now see that one. I don't think is that bad. The, it's not the worst. I mean, it's a T two conversion, so it's you yeah. know it can't be that bad. But after playing Journey, I did have to go and play the first Tron. Now I was never a fan of the first Tron. The first Tron did come out in MCMLXXXII, which mm. was one I. Before Journey came out, and uh, I did have to play that. I always loved Discs of Tron, which didn't come out for a few eyes later, um, because <laughs> of the artwork 
in this Tron, and especially in the environmental one, which was just a whole trip to be in oh, there. I love that machine yeah. so much. Yeah. The artwork and the game mechanics and the, the amount of animation and everything else in that in that title is just so phenomenal that when you try to play the original Tron, it's a little rough. Now, here's the problem. You can't emulate fucking Tron the right way. You know, I played it, but it was half-assed. I had to use the rollerball because you need that spinner knob, and then you also need the fucking flight stick with all the the fire buttons on it and oh, stuff yeah. that uh, that George Gomez helped <laughs> there create. You go. <laughs> George Gomez. When I was going to interview George Gomez, I I said to myself, "Do not call him George Lopez. Do not call him George Lopez. Do not, because I hated George Lopez." Yeah, uh, and um, not a fan of George Lopez, but he did punch Carlos Mencia in the face. He so did. He gets, he gets respect from me. Oh, I thought Carlos Mencia was his no. brother because no. the, the no. material's so shitty. Yeah, I no. remember. Uh, never mind. It's a whole another story of Twitter thing. And Carlos Mencia responded to me because I said the only person worse than George Lopez is Carlos Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> and he re- and he responded. And he said, "Am I really that bad?" Yeah, he is. Evidently, they crossed paths backstage one time, mm. and uh, George Lopez criticized his uh, shtick. Right. Pandering and racist. And he mm-hmm. goes, oh, you know, and this is, of course, of lore. He goes, oh, come on. It's just two beaners. We got to stick together. And George Lopez punched him in the fucking mouth for calling <laughs> him a beaner, which uh, I think was uh, appropriate. Mm. Yeah. Appropriate response. Mm. Violence is always the answer. Now, here's another tie in with the 16 degrees of separation. My neighbor is a comedian on a cruise ship and she is a comedian that works for George Gomez, George Lopez. <laughs> I'm not going to call George Lopez George Gomez. That's why I kept telling myself when I interviewed George Gomez Lopez. So, what would you do? Wait. So, so anyway, you can't emulate Tron. Uh, and the only good thing about Tron, let's face it, was the speeder bike. And there were much better versions of the speeder bike later on your Mac or on your PC Mm -hmm. or things like this, which are a lot more fun. The light cycle? Indeed. I don't want people to get confused with the Star Wars speeder bike. Oh, is that what you do with it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So what was Well, actually, the speeder bike was in Return of the Jedi, which came out in 1989. I love those Ewoks. Thanks, you beat me to it. I love those Ewoks. (laughs) Houdini! Houdini! Yeah, please. Um, Please save your tweets. We don't give a shit. No. (laughs) So what did you do to make Journey uh, arcade game better? Not play it. Mm. We have a listener of the show yeah. and a follower on Twitter who goes by MCARP. Oh, and occasionally yeah. he'll do a review of Atari games. I would like to see him do a review of Journey. Not because I'm trying to punish him. Right. <laughs> but I think that he, he puts out some pretty good content and I would like to see his take on this game. Mm. Mm. Here's so a- if, you're, if you're listening, please do that. At We Talk Games. Let us now get to the part of the show which I love the most. It's our haiku review. We Talk Games haiku review. Where we make a haiku of either what the game's about, how we felt about the game, or just to mellow out at the end of being angry all day. So I will begin first. It's 575. Journey, no dumpster. Steve Perry, no the mustache. MCM, LXX, XII, Ilictic. <laughs> Lictic is one syllable. <laughs> I like it. All right. Good job. Because Jim Lictic is mm-hmm. one syllable. Uh, I had I'll, a cheat. I'll go next. Okay. Instruments are lost. Can we ever get them back? Hope not. Journey sucks. <laughs> hmm. I like it. I like it. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm doing the finger snap. Okay, I'll snap. I'll snap. I never got snaps before. I like it. I like it. Yeah. What do you call that? Open mic shit? We're jamming some poetry. Yeah. In your your ears. That's what we should do. Poetry slam jam? Yeah. yeah. Jack (laughs) Kerouac poetry slam? We talk games, video games, slam poetry reviews. Save it for April Fool's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We talk games, Def Jam, Poetry Jam. Now we know that the person who had their life ruined by the game journey will have the best haiku. Hit us. We end with this. Fuck this fucking game. Fuck Steve Perry in the mouth. Just stop believing. 
That was one of the things Kyle texted in. I assume must have been like three minutes into playing the arcade game. Yeah, about he, that. He, he texted, fuck Journey in the mouth. <laughs> yes. Hey, all right, everybody. Coffee oh, all over the keyboard. I finally found out why Stinky went from We Talk Games episode 210 to episode mm-hmm. 2111. Why's that? He said it made us look like we did more episodes. <laughs> it got us past that threshold too where you you couldn't come back for another 200 episodes true. but i can only ever do 2200 of anything <laughs> hey everybody hey, thanks hey hey before hey before you wrap up we are we are already wrapping up we're done show's over hit the bricks hey uh, i want to tell you the reason that uh, i brought you back is because i can't help you out with the show anymore good <laughs> you can't you haven't helped us out with the show for like five years. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm still getting those IOUs in the mail. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'd rather owe it to you than cheat you out of it. <laughs> I want to tell you, I'm, I'm going on the bus. See, I'm going to run for the president of the United States of America. Whoa, this is big news. <laughs> I guess you're, did you go to college though? Uh, is that what do I have to do? I don't know if that's a requirement. It is a requirement. And are you a citizen of the United States of the America? Yeah, I was born in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, who's, who's going to run as your vice president? My vice president is going to be a rock. The rock or a rock? Just a rock I found outside. <laughs> All right. That's been the best VP pick so far this year. Indeed. Hey, you Sticky, know what? You have my vote, buddy. No, no shit, because I'm I'm registered as a Green Party, but our Green Party candidate like doesn't believe in vaccinations. She's one of these type yeah. of people and crazy fucking Jenny McCarthy nut. Didn't she watch Jenny McCarthy and go, go down in flames or open a book? How about that? How about let's bring back the smallpox? Anyway. I'll, You're probably I, the least stinky pick, to be honest. Uh-huh. I didn't hear that. The entire summer of stink from Avengers issue 17. <laughs> That's the first geek joke that actually worked. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck. What's so your platform? S- yeah, stinky.sexy for more information, I guess. No, I'm not doing a website. <laughs> uh, so check out my Twitter, because I promise a pot for every chicken and a women's right to vote. I'm bringing back the Underground Railroad. No. All that shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Stinky, we gotta update your magazine collection. You gonna emancipate some things? Unlike Donald Trump, I'm not gonna uh, uphold the Second Amendment while shitting on the First Amendment. <laughs> Alright, now you're getting a little too political. Yeah, it got just, real. Br- just bring back the weather underground and all that other shit. Oh my goodness. Okay, Stinky 2017. <laughs> Peace out. I think he'll win in 2017. He may. No one else will be running. (laughs) He's got a chance. Yeah. God bless America. Mm. This week, August 13th, which is a Saturday, if you live in the tri-state area, check out the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo 2016. I will be there selling original artwork, most of it inspired by video games. You can also check out the Nintendo PlayStation. It will be there. Go to expo.liretro.com for more information. This is a Saturday? This is a Saturday. I'll be there. Cool. Yeah, man. I've been driving all over the place like a maniac. Wiggly and I have been spending a lot of time together, and it has been awesome. So uh, come on by, check out my table, visit us. We'll have some We Talk Games merch there, too, at uh, insane prices. No shit. When I saw the price on that shirt... He shit his pants. I did shit. Yeah. I shit on the shirt because it was so cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Just buy another. Yeah, exactly. You know what? uh, Some of the prices, cheaper than toilet paper. (laughs) We hope that you like us. Bye-bye. Bye.